moments that is ours today. Um, I wanted to talk to you um, really on the subject that I think is vital to our success um, in mentoring, right? Because you're not just in it and we're not just in it, but we, we do it together. We engage in this together, both the program and the mentors. Um, and that is how to engage your scholars family, right? Um, and the first question that I want to pose to you rhetorically would be really why are parents so important to really successfully mentoring, right? With a, with a scholar. Um, you know, I was doing some research while preparing for this call. And, you know, one of the things that quickly comes out is how vital parents are to a child's development. Um, I think if that's true, um, then what Peter Benson, who is the founder of Search Institute, he said that relationships are the oxygen of human development, right? Then there is one set of relationships in, that, in most children's lives that are pumping more air into the room than any other relationship, and that's the relationship with their parents. So if that's true, then it's mission critical for both us as the program, you as the mentors, to really, really um, invest time in developing that relationship between you um, your scholar and their parents. And I think failing to effectively engage with parents can often be as the same as failing to get, engage the scholar themselves. Um, another, uh, I don't know, thought leader, her name is Jean, Jean Rhodes. She, uh, she theorized that, that the outcomes for mentoring were mediated by the improvements that the mentees were having in the relationships with their parents. So at the very least, a failure to engage parents might be keeping us as a program, you as a mentor, from really maximizing the impact that you can have. But greater than that, look at it as that your job is also to reinforce and support the the parent's relationship with their child and almost kind of making sure that there that there is a healthy relationship there. And then if you know that there isn't, then we can strategize on ways to support the scholar in a different way. Um, but I, I, I really want to suggest to you that if you don't have buy-in from the parents, it's going to be really hard to have complete buy-in from your scholar. Now, what Peak does initially is that we make sure that the families and the scholars understand why they've chosen this program. We want to make sure that they understand what they're committing to. Thank you for joining us. Um, we want to make sure that they understand what, you know, that what they've signed up for, right? This is a mentoring program, and what does that entail? Um, so we go through all the same questions that we asked you when we interviewed you. We go through those same things with, with the families. And though I think many of the families understand what the requirements are on a theory level, um, when the relationship begins, it's a whole nother thing on a on a on a level of practicality and, and reality, right? And it's not always a smooth process for every mentor um, mentor scholar relationship. And many of you um, know that's true because you've come up against some challenges and some barriers um, that make it really hard to build and establish a relationship with both your scholar and their parents. And, and, and what are some of those barriers, right? What are some of those challenges? Um, I think some some easy ones that we see often, especially in the PEAT program, um, is a language barrier, right? Some of our scholars' parents do not speak English, um, which, which makes it... Um, you know, hard for 
uh, a mentor to be able to communicate with the parent, especially if the mentor does not speak Spanish. Um, and many of our, 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 our scholars, parents uh, that we have that don't speak English usually speak Spanish. Uh, some of you are dealing with the barriers or the challenges, if you would, of presuppositions, right? People bring um, their own preconceived notions of who you are. Um, and some parents are sometimes even intimidated by their mentors um, so much so that they put up a wall, right? And, and some of them don't do this on purpose, but their lack of understanding of who you are and what your motives are and an idea of that you actually respect their role in their child's life sometimes causes them to assume um, that you think a certain thing about them that you don't even think. And then they take up a, a role or they start to play um, a defensive role in that relationship, which makes it a challenge for you to effectively reach uh, the student. And then I think this is one that I've personally seen mainly with our young uh, Latina uh, uh, scholars, right? And, and their parents, right? So if you have a Hispanic student uh, that's a female and her parents uh, tend to be fearful of letting them go, right? It's really hard to let them go out of their their home or that home environment or that that home neighborhood. I've seen even that sometimes even going to different neighborhoods can be a challenge uh, for young ladies who come from Spanish neighborhoods because there's this anxiety um, about about letting them go. Um, and many of our our scholars we have seen have even been blocked from going to college, right, outside of the state because of the fear that their parents um, have. So these are all real challenges that, that many of you are facing. These are challenges that even some of our scholars are chasing, uh, ch uh, dealing with, right? And the question that I, I come up against when I'm trying to support you is how do we overcome these barriers, right? How do we overcome these challenges and really allow ourselves to have the maximum impact in a scholar's life? And, you know, I, I kind of tried to make sure I came up with as many suggestions and tips as possible. And I think when we think about, for example, language, right? So if your scholars, parents don't speak the same language as you, um, I think there are some really practical ways that you can uh, find solutions in communicating with them, right? Some mentors that, that we've had in the past have tried learning the language, right? And I'm not saying going out there and getting a bachelor's degree in Spanish, but I'm saying they've, they've tried to make sure that they can at least um, understand, uh, they can at least have the ability, right, to say to the mom or the dad, hey, I'm taking them to Burger King or I'm taking them to see a movie and then we're going out to eat and we'll be back at 9 a.m., you, you would be so shocked, blown away about, by how much that means to a family when this person who at the moment is a stranger is really going out of their way to communicate in a way that I communicate to make sure that I feel comfortable. Another way, right, if, if learning the languages is not, you know, that's not your cup of tea, right? Uh, maybe you can find somebody that you know that speaks Spanish. Maybe you have a friend at your job or a friend in your neighborhood, or maybe your best friend speaks Spanish. I don't know. They can get on the phone with you and translate. So you can just have some of those natural conversations one would have with the parent and the scholar, whether you're checking on grades or whether you're trying to plan a one-on-one -on -one outing um, with your scholar, 
maybe you use someone to help you translate. Um, you know, it's it's the age of technology, right? So you can also go to your Android store if you if you're if you actually use an Android. If you do, I'm so sad. Or you can go to your Apple store and and you can buy, find a translation app, right? And and they're out there um, and they're really cool, right? And they can translate for you. Some translate right there on a the dime. Some you can speak into them and they'll write it out. And you can show the parent and they can speak it into it and you can, and, and then it writes out for you as well. And then I think um, one that's just you know, historical and will never lose its um, its effectiveness. It's just writing a letter in the language uh, of the of the parent, right? And so, if you have a parent that speaks Spanish, write your letter in English, put it in Google Translate, and it'll translate that thing for you. And you can send it home with your scholar, or when you go to pick them up, you can give it to them and just let them know this is who I am and this is where we're going. Here's a number how you can reach me, whatever the case may be. Now, when we're dealing with these preconceived notions or these presuppositions, right? If you would, I think in the beginning of these relationships and even while you're, you know, starting, right? Because some of you may have been mentoring for a while and you still haven't connected with the parents the way that you maybe want to. I think in the beginning, it'll be really good, especially if your parent does speak English, to take them out for coffee and just discuss the scholar, right? And and you, and you can pose it, hey, I just want to learn a little bit more about my student. Um, and, and the parent, I'm telling you, will jump at these opportunities to tell you stories and, and kind of give you some, some insights into their personality and the things that they've been through. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying that this needs to be a consistent thing that you need to do all the time, but maybe doing it for that very first or second time will really make the difference. Or just inviting the scholar's parents to come with you on that first outing, right? Whether it's just the mom and you guys are just going to see a movie and you invite them. That Sometimes that makes the scholar feel more comfortable. That may make you feel more comfortable. And it creates a bond with the entire family. I would also say if you can't do that, then the same thing that you one would do maybe if the parent doesn't speak the same language, sending a letter home to that, that parent, especially initially, and just letting them know really who you are, how they can reach you, even a picture of yourself for those who maybe, maybe you didn't meet the dad or the case may be, right? Or you didn't meet the mom at match night. And being able to have that, that contact for the parent will know you know, hey, this person's here. This is how I can reach them. When I'm, when they're with my child, I know who they're with. And worst case scenario, I know I can call them on the phone and they'll pick up. Um, and then last but not least, I think just even trying to check in maybe once every other month with a text message or an email and just letting them know, giving them an update on how things are going. Hey, you know, I took... Uh, my, my scholar to, you know, I don't know, Chuck E. Cheese the other day and things went well and this is how things went. Just simple things like that will really reassure your parent that, you know, one, that this relationship is actually beneficial, but two, that you understand that you're not in this alone. You're not trying to take their place, but that you want to work together to benefit the scholar. That's the ultimate goal. And then lastly, I think when we're dealing with parents, if you're dealing with a parent who might be a little fearful or you feel like they, um, you know, maybe don't communicate as much as they said they would or whatever the case may be, I think it's important to over communicate. Right. So if you know that you have something planned with your scholar, then make sure, you know, a month out, text them, hey, I'm looking forward 
to hanging out with blah, blah, blah on this day, a week before, the day of. And then while you're there, hey, this is the time that we said we would, I would pick you up. Be on time. This is the time that I said we were going to be back. Make sure you're back on time. All of those small things will alleviate fear in that relationship with the parent. But not only will it alleviate fear, but I think it will allow um, the, the family to know that they can trust you because you have been keeping your word. You've shown up when you say you were going to show up. You drop them off when you say you were going to drop them off. And, promise, and I promise you this, all of this is on top of the fact that while you're building this relationship with your scholar, they're going to say, hey, I really enjoy spending time with my mentor. We had a great time when we did this. We had a great time when we did that. All of those things are going to deepen this impression in the parents and the family um, to let them know that this person, uh, Pete not only, you know, gave my, my, my child this person because they thought that this person was good, but that my child is also really benefiting from this relationship. They're growing. They actually care for one another. Um, and then just a few just a few more things I just want to throw out there that I think is really important um, that sometimes we just, you know, you, you don't put in a handbook every single time, but it's, it's important to know. One, that the relationship that your primary relationship, excuse me, is with your scholar and not the family, right? So obviously I just spent a whole call talking about why the family is important and how to connect with the parent, but please do not um, misconstrue um, why you are here, right? You are here to build a relationship with the scholar. So we don't want the scholar to feel like you're building a stronger relationship with their mom or dad than you are with them. Make sure that the scholar is the primary goal and that really the only reason you're building a relationship with the family is to make sure that you can build a stronger relationship with them. Um, so you want them to feel like the priority. Also, I want to add that, that you should not tell your scholar secrets, right? So if they tell you something in confidence, keep it in confidence unless it's harmful, right? Unless it's going to hurt them, unless it's going to be something that you are concerned about. If it's, hey, I didn't tell my mom about this person that I'm dating, uh, I don't know if, I, from my perspective, I would keep that secret. If it's not going to harm them, um, if it's a, something that happened at school that they haven't told their parents yet, you can help talk them through maybe sharing it with their parents, but you want to make sure you build trust and if they know that they can't trust you, then they will not share with you. Um, and then the last one I would share would be just don't openly disagree with the scholar's parents. Right. And what do I mean when I say that? If, a, if your scholar comes to you and they're like, hey, um, I'm, I'm so annoyed. My mom, she's doing this. She's doing that. Do not say to your scholar. Yeah, your mom is annoying. Don't say stuff like that. Right. So help your scholar um, see the other side. Right. Because we're, we're dealing with teenagers and, and teenagers only see their way. And I think the best role that you play in their life is one who has been there, done that to give them the wisdom on how to navigate dealing with parents when they have uh, differing philosophies about life. Um, trust me, I deal with our scholars all the time and they come to my office all the time complaining about different teachers and parents and I'm always reminding them that, that one, these individuals love and care for you, but two, make sure you look at it from their perspective. So, um, overall, folks, I really wanted to make sure we had this conversation because I know um, early on in the year it's important, you know, whether it's a parent-teacher conference or, you know, you're picking up these kids to go to different places, it's important that you have success 
in this area of the mentoring relationship that the parent has put confidence in you so that you can freely do what you do well, and that is to make a difference in in uh, your scholar's life. So uh, that's my that's my content for today. That's my spiel. Um, I want to open it up briefly uh, before we get off the line for any questions. If you are going through anything or dealing with anything with your scholar uh, that you would like uh, some advice about, the lines open. Feel free to ask.